0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash Levy Gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're starting at the top of page Dunhei, three lines from the top, near the end of the line, page 55, so now we're speaking about... Um, the difference between toyu and Tikkun, and toyu, it's just Ratzli without Shuv, and Tikkun has Ratzli and Shuv together. And because of the great bitle, um the, the surrender of the ego that a person experiences there, he doesn't just do what he wants and has the escape from the escape from the world. He does the Shem's purpose and goes back down to the world, and that's this, the, the reason why the four people that went into the parties, the sort, the secrets of the Torah, only Rabbi Akiva came out because his whole purpose, he, his soul. And his focus in life was the idea of tayu, and therefore he came out, in, he went in peace between the soul and body, and he came out in peace between the soul and the body, because he had peace, he had the, the, the um, joining together of the two types of modes of service of rotze and shuv, escaping and returning. V'zeu, v'yihili Khamir. now we go back to the beginning of the maimer, which was, that was the title, is shay Khamir tzayin, tzayin v'ev v'shivcha. We had, we had a couple of questions Yaakov knew that Esau hated him, so why did he tell him all the good things that he had, On the contrary that that seemingly that would arouse even more hatred and jealousy? Why would you tell him all these different things that he that he gained that Yaakov gained, uh, and then that, that's how he's going to find favor in, in Esau's eyes, and why specifically these things did he tell them the ox and the camel donkey i mean, and what's the idea? what does it mean to find favor? That through these specific things, he's going to find favor. <coughs> so he's first to in the beginning of the mind, we said we have to understand that the difference between this, the spiritual source of Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov is Tikkun, Esav is Toyu. And we explain the whole difference between Toyu and Tikkun is Chesed and Gvuda, Toyu being Chesed, intense revelation, infinite revelation. Gvuda is the strict boundaries of, of Tikkun. Everything is fitting according to It's already fixed and fitting into the vessels. Explain all the differences between Toyu and Tikkun. In our service of Hashem. Now, this is what Yaakov said, and I now I have an ox and a donkey. So, what is this idea of the ox and the, the ox in the spiritual sense? It says in the the vision of Yeheskel, called the divine chariot, the face of the ox is from the left side. That is refers to the level of this escaping, which is on the left, which is the side of Gvuda which is Gvuda is this this intense intensity. To go out of the vessels, so paneisher, the face of the ox is from the left side, which is the expression of the idea of rotsay escaping, like the fire, which is on, which is a physical expression of Gvura on the left side, which always wants to go away from the away from the world and go back to its source. Li um, and being that. <clears throat> Within the world of Tikkun, we said it's a to joining it together uh, inclusion together of the Rotsi escaping and she returning zo the this is why he said, not only do I have a she ox which is on the left side, which is Rotsi, but I also have a Khamir, a donkey kufas the Chamer, the uh, um a donkey even in the the t- even in the time of the year. The season of Tammuz, which is usually hot summer months, Kri'ra it's still cold for him. Zeobchinas Shuv, and that, thats what it says in the Gemara about the, uh, a donkey, that he's always cold, and that refers to the the Tenuah, the the mode of Shuv of returning, <coughs> um, which is the idea of coldness, which is heat, fire is the passion to go out of the world, and the coldness, the water, is the idea of Shuv returning back down from that excitement and doing what Hashem wants. And um out of total self-vocation to him, self-effacement to, from him. Um so that's Iva'ili Sher Yaakov is saying, I have a shah, I have rotze, I have a chamir, I have a donkey, I have shuv. va'ad the Kerachanira, and to the most the the highest expression of this idea of the coldness, the coldness of the chamir of the donkey is the idea of kherachaneira, is when the water actually turns into ice and freezes the awesome ice and that what does that mean? The awesome is the awe that a person has from the recognition of the the infinite essence of Hashem and how removed he is from Him <clears throat> and how that infinite essence is found down right here. right, right. There's no place void of Him, like we said earlier in the Mimer. From that, it brings about the idea of Kedach, of that frozen ice, that a person is frozen and with his ultimate bitul, self nullification he can't express himself and, and cannot move out of this great feeling of awe before Hashem. Uh, the character is and also the idea of ice. The word kufresh ches is all the same letters that makes up the vowel underneath the letter chirik, um, which is the little dot vowel underneath the letters. And that little dot underneath the vowel is always the dot refers to chokhmah, the the, the the insight that a person gets into a concept, like the barakamavrik, the flash of light, which is just one point, the point of the, the essential point of the concept before its um, developed into his own understanding and, and all the explanations and analogies in Bina. So that little point always refers to the Chachmah And Chachmah always is, koya, is the letters Koyach Ma, the power of Bittl. Ma always refers to Bittl like Ma Anuch um, like Moshe said uh, Vanachnu Ma. What are we? Meaning what what importance do we have before Hashem? We're nothing compared to Hashem. So Koyach Ma, is the power of Bittl. And that bittel is expressed in that little dot. It's just a little, it's a little teeny dot. It has no um, Ex, you know, expression, expansiveness of its own existence, of its own metzius. And that is the idea of the shuv. So the ultimate expression of the water, of the coldness of the donkey, is when it comes to ice. Ice is the totally frozen, can't move, just like a person before a great king is frozen out of his great awe. And also the word kerach itself implies this idea of bitl because it, it has the same letters as the, the val chirik, which is the dot underneath the letter. It's the dot, the little point, refers to that Chachmah which is the ultimate state of Bittol, which that brings to the Shuv, the returning to this world, to do Hashem's will. In the Medrash it says about this verse, if I I have a donkey and a... and a chameir... and I have an uh, ox and a donkey. The chameir refers to Yisachar. Why? Because about Yisachar and Yaakov blessed uh, blessed his children before he passed away, he said to Yisachar, Yisachar is a strong-boned donkey, like Rashi says over there, he's strong-boned in order to take the yoke of Torah on him. Um, but so how does this connect to the Chaboy, by Yaakov, to the Chaboy of Yisachar? Because Yisachar <coughs> had the ultimate nullification of Chachma, and... And Peter, so that's why the Chamoir of Yaakov, how do we know that it refers to this bitl of the Shuv? Because it connects to the Chamoir of Yisachar, which Yisachar, chamar Gorem, Yisachar is this donkey also. And the spiritual connotation of that being the donkey, if Yisachar's connection to the donkey, is him being the bitl of Chachma. Like we said in the Rashi, he explains that he received upon himself the yoke of Torah, like the donkey, who exceeds upon himself the heavy load. <clears throat> so that is the idea of the Khmer of Yaakov. Also, the like the donkey is totally nullified, totally bottle, It will take upon itself the heavy load, and the heavy load of any any load the person puts on the donkey. So that's why that the Khmer refers to the shuv, the which is, comes from bittel. Now. What does it mean when it says about this donkey? We said we quoted before. Peter shafilo tamus. Even in the hottest month of Tamus, it's still cold for the donkey. What does that mean? Even when the person's experiencing the strongest feeling of wanting to escape with a burning passion and fire to escape from the confines of the world. Nevertheless, it's still cold for him, meaning he'll still have the purpose, he'll still feel the ultimate purpose because of his great nullification to Hashem, and he'll go back to the world and, and come back from that excitement into a cold, just nullification, doing what Hashem wants. But however, there is also a negative expression of this coldness of the donkey, like it says in the hinted to in this verse before. Before his, before his um, coldness, who can stand? Simply meaning before when Hashem makes the world cold, nobody can stand unless they warm themselves up. Um, Hashem is so, so amazing; he can make the world so cold. But here we're interpreting it a little bit deeper. That before <coughs> this feeling of coldness, that this coldness of the water of the chakmah can also bring to me, amid, who can stand, meaning who can stand up and do their service of Hashem. Sometimes the coldness of in our in ourselves in our spiritual selves makes us cold also and cold to and lazy in our service of Hashem and heavy that we can't stand up and do what our what Hashem wants us to do. So being that there's also a negative expression of this coldness of the water and not just the, like we said before, the bitul, that's why it says after uh, which is the ratzi and the shuv, then it says, the sheep, which sheep always refers to mercy from asking mercy from Hashem. That you, a person who requests and asks and begs Hashem for mercy, that he shouldn't have the negative expression of the donkey, which is the laziness of the, the laziness and the coldness to, to Judaism and to service of Hashem. And why does a sheep refer to mercy because in other places in in the um, in Tere, it says that the uh, the voice of the sheep is a voice which arouses by a person the feeling of mercy for the sheep, and just in general, the sheep is a very calm animal and arouses mercy uh, whoever whoever sees the sheep is aroused to mercy to this to this uh, animal, <coughs> so that's why it says so afterwards. The person shouldn't be a negative negative effect of the or the donkey, and come to laziness. It should ask mercy for Hashem. Please let the expression of this water only be for the Bittle and for the shuv to do Hashem's will. Um Yeshleimer and the Tzayin another explanation of what it says: Sheep uh, who could refer to actually the self sacrifice person giving his life over to Hashem. Um, whether it be actually or act, or potentially, in the sense, giving your whole life, your whole will over to Hashem, not putting your will into other your own personal ego. Kitsoyin tivch, like it says in the verse, like a sheep goes to its slaughter. It doesn't, it puts out its neck, it doesn't fight against it. That means that in the sheep you see a revealed, a revealed type of self-sacrifice and not without any fight back from that. It says in that and now, so that means the which is referring to the self-sacrifice, giving your whole will to Hashem in a revealed way, that is now another expression of of escape, of giving your whole self to Hashem. And that comes after the which is the donkey of the Shuv, the coming back down to this world, <coughs> the coldness of the donkey. So, And then after a person experiences the second ratzai of the tzoyin, of the sheep, then he has to go back down to the world again in a shuv. Because that is actually what a person has to be, always in his service to Hashem, these two type modes of service, of escaping the world and wanting to come close to Hashem and leaving the confines of the body, and then bringing that energy that you got by connecting to Hashem down back to the world in your actual fulfillment of tzayda mitzvahs. So it goes uh, Shoyer, which is the ox, is on the left side, refers to the rotzi. Chamoir is cold, is cold refers to the water, refers to the Shuv. And then Tsoin the either refers to the, asking Hashem for mercy, that there shouldn't be a, a negative expression of the water to laziness, or tzoyik, you refers to the second Ratzoi of giving your life up to Hashem, just like a sheep gives his life to be all slaughtered without fighting against it. And that's the rotzi which comes after the Shuv, because... A person in the service of Hashem has to constantly be in the state of rotze Eishuv, rotze Eishuv. He goes and he wakes up in the morning, he goes to the Ashul, and he experiences the a, a greatest love of Hashem. He tries to, and he's davening, and he says, Hashem Echad, I don't want to give up my life to Hashem. And then right after that, he stands and he does Shemina Esrei, which is the ultimate Bitzel. No, I'm going to do what you, what you want, Hashem. And then he goes out to the world, and he and he goes out to the world from the base, base of Knesset to the base of Medrash, and he goes back to the Shuv, back down to fulfill his purpose in creation, and uh, to make this world dwelling place for Hashem and his business. And then he goes back, and he goes back to Mincha, and he goes back into a state of Rotsui, of wanting to escape the world and cleave to Hashem. And then after Mincha, he goes to go back to the world Shuv, and then he goes back, then he goes to learn, learn Torah, and he has a eating the Torah, and he experiences a great desire to want to cleave to Hashem and he understands the greatness of Hashem and is learning and then he has to go back down to the world and back to his family and to Shuv. It's a constant cycle. And that's the three things. Uh, And that's the other explanation of of Okay. V'hinei this all until now has been the service, and meaning that Mesher, um, Chamur, and Sain has all been the service in the inner. Uh, in the inner emotions of a person, the Heine B'tfilah, meaning in his service to Hashem and during davening, during prayer, experiencing this Rotsay, this Shuv. And when he comes to Shemaya, his intense desire to cleave to Hashem and give up his life to Hashem. Then he comes to Sheminesi and he comes and stands in total self-effacement before Hashem, Shuv. And... Actually, then the, the tachan is another type of rotsi, giving his life up to Hashem again. But now the whole rest of the day, so that has all just been an internal, internal service, internal emotional state, different states of rotsi and shuvu. And now the whole rest of the day, <coughs> um, now he says, what does it say in the veshivcha Then it says eved, a servant. Yes, the rest of the day after the prayer, he has to be in a state of a servant to Hashem. Now, to take that feeling that he had during the Shemena of Shuv, of Bitl, and, and doing what Hashem wants, take it into actuality, and to make and to actually live his life, surrender his ego to Hashem, and do what Hashem wants in actuality, and force himself to go against his nature, do what Hashem wants force himself to go against the will of his animal soul, force the animal soul to do against its will and to do what Hashem wants, and all his physical things should be imbued with the recognition of Hashem. So that's the Evid, that's just being a servant to Hashem, doing everything, all the emotional things that you can experience during prayer, translating that into actual action, and living a life based on that feeling of Bittl. Begam in yinavidus Evid bekiyom emitsus and also another expression of a servant is, is like a servant to a master doing his service of Hashem like a slave in just doing, fulfilling the actual commandments of his master, of Hashem, in the physical mitzvah, he his kelim to make, by doing these mitzvahs, to make <coughs> vessels for godliness, because every mitzvah is actually called a vorim the the limbs of the king, just like the limbs, the organs of a person, are vessels to the revelation of his soul, different aspects of the soul revealed in different... Different organs, so too the, the mitzvahs are these different organs, vessels of revelations of godliness. And what does a, a slave do for his master? He does what the master's work wants him to do. He, he 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 builds whatever he wants. He fixes his vessels. He takes care of all of his stuff of his house. So that was what the slave the, of the the servant does for Hashem, the master, making vessels. Fixing the vessels, meaning doing mitsuism and, and bringing down godliness through these vessels, so that's the evid the Shifcha. Now what is the maid servant that Yaakov says after the evid who in an Evid that refers to the, um, the spiritual service of refining the world, of <coughs> sifting through the physicality and, and and pushing away the physical aspect of itself, meaning when you're eating instead of just being focused on the physical you your move, your focus from that taste of the food, and for the physicality of it, and you focus on the energy that you could take from that food, the energy that you could use from that food to be able to serve Hashem better, and that is sifting through the physicality and revealing the godly spark in it. So the Shifcha, the Maid servant, refers to that service of biruddin and refining Tehine, because why does that refer to that? The Sages say... To say that Masnisa Malkasa, the Mishnah, is called the Melech, the King. of the Zayar, he said the Mishnah he shivcha legavim Mishchinta. But in the Zayar, it says that the Mishnah is also is called the maid servant compared to the Shechina. <coughs> so, actually, yeah. So let's see, Masnisa Malkasa. Actually, I said wrong. Masnisa Malkasa. The, the here, I think it's saying that the Mishnah is the, is this idea of the Malkasa, not the. Not the Malka, not the king, but rather the queen. And the Zohar Mishnah is the, 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 it's the feminine aspect, the maidservant, compared to the Shekira being the king. So we see that the Mishnah has this aspect of the feminine side, Malkasa, the queen, or the Shifcha, the maidservant. So now we have to understand how the maidservant refers to um, uh, this uh, service of uh, Birurim, ab- 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 ar- refining the physicality, and how that connects to the Mishnah, Inyan. Who the idea is? gave her to And she said, "Maybe I'll be built up through her because she didn't have, wasn't able to have any children. So maybe my maid servant will have children, and therefore I'll be built up through my maidservant. So what do we know about Rachel in the spiritual sense? It says about her that the name of the the small one was Rachel, and as Zayar says Hakatana. The letters, the word Hakatana is made up of he Ketana, Rachel. So Shem Hakatana Rachel. That means that Rachel's level in spirituality is the hay Ketana, is the small He of Hashem's name, in which is the last, the latter He of the in the name of Ay hey, kevav ke the last He. Malchus And that always refers to Malchus of Atzilus, atz- 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 the highest spiritual world, but-, atz- of- atz- of- but how it still exists, how it still is in the world of Atzilus. Of- Yud of Shemavaya is Chokma, He is, is Bina, the Vav, which is the Gematria 6, refers to the 6, midas, and the last He refers to Malchus. But there's different stages in Malchus, and the last He of Shemavaya of- is still how Malchus still exists within the highest world of Atzilus of- before it descends down to the lower world to Biyat the Masha Malchus he to but now when this Malchus Batilis actually descends to the lower world's of That's only an external ray from the essence of Malchus, how it still exists in Attilus. The essence of Malchus, Aida The essence in the core of Malchus never descends to Bia. always stays in the world of Atsilus, unified with its source. like it says in the verse, my glory. To another I shall not give. I shall not give my glory to another, which glory, covid always in, in Kabbalah, refers to malchus. And it says that that essence, my, my essence, my kavit, my malchus, the essence of malchus, I will never give to another, another referring to the lower worlds, which feel themselves as others, so to say, is separate from their source. hey. <clears throat> now this external ray of malchus, which does descend down to, be, to the lower worlds of Biyah, that is the, <coughs> the mili, hey, the, how you write the letter hey, mili, means the filling. How do you write the letter hey? If you write it out, you spell it out, hey, hey. Um, that's how you spell the the word hey. Like aleph, how do you spell aleph? Aleph, lamid, hey. So hey, the mili of hey, is the, is the second letter hey, which you use to write hey. So this external ray of malchus, which descends the biyah is referred to, is hinted to in the mili, in the second hey, how you spell malchus. hu gamkein hey keneida. Which is also hayah the mili yeah the milu of the hey, like I said how do you spell Hei is Um But he and this external ray of malchus which goes down to biyah is called is the level of Shifcha, the maid servant the Gabi etzim malchus compared to the essence and the core of malchus the which does not descend down to bia and which is like the that is the shechina itself like we said before and the Shifcha, the maid of the shechina of the king is the level of malchus how it already external ray from malchus how it descends into the lower worlds. Um the Bilha Yeshba And Rachel gave her maid servant Bilha to Yaakov, to be built up through her. So Rachel is the hektana is malchus is the Malkus of Atilus, how it still exists in Atilis, the essence of Malchus. And the external ray of now get from Rachel. External Ray of Malchus just goes down to beah <coughs> is the Mili is the mili of he um which is this level, this Shivcha, and who is the Shivcha of Rachel? Who is the maid servant of Rachel? Meaning, this external ray of moth, which just goes down to Biyah, That that's Bilha. And that's why Bilha has two he, two Hays in her name. Her name is spelled Bezlamid Lamed Hei Hei. Bilha. That shows you that Bilha is. Not just the first he, it's the second he. Bill is the second he, which is the muli of the he, of the hey achrena of Shemavaya of, of Malchus, which is the external ray from that Malchus, how it goes down to the Biyah. So, shif- so shifcha is how Malchus, the external ray of Malchus, how it already descends down into Biyah. Behold, it's known the iker it's known that the main idea of the ascent of the feminine waters in order to bring about the supernal unification between the spheres of the world of Atsilas to eventually be able to draw down a greater revelation of revelation of godliness as it's known that every revelation from above has to come from a <coughs> a Ascent from below a service from below, so this service that we that that comes from the uh, from the creations that causes hashem to bring down a great revelation is called Halasman, the ascent to the feminine wa- waters the feminine aspect being the receiver being the creations and their ascent to these waters being what they do from below causes this ascent causes them to uh, to their what they do below to go up sort of saying to reach hashem and to draw down to pull down um can, uh, compare uh, to draw down for whatever, whatever they do down here to create an equal opposite reaction above in spirituality. So the main idea of this halas man, of the ascent of the feminine waters from uh, from the creations, from the service of the creations to bring about the yichud el All the Kabbalah speaks about the yichud el to bring about the, the whole purpose of our service down here is to bring about supernal unifications between um, godly levels and the spheres. And just like when we have a unification of the fem- male and female down here, it brings about a birth of a new creation, so too when you have a, the uh, unification of the, fem- the male and female aspects in the Spheres, it brings about a new, a new um, sublime revelation of godly energy to the lower worlds. So, what is the main uh, service down here? <clears throat> the main Halasman, the service down here that ends up creating the greatest supernal unification, which brings down godliness. <speaking in Hebrew> that all takes place through the external ray of Malchus, like we just said, the Shifcha. The maid servant this is the Biyah the Vada the Biyah because this uh, this external ray of Malchus is what descends down to the lower worlds of Briyati to fulfill the service of refining the sparks within these lower worlds of Briyatsira That is this, that is the Halasman, the service, so to say, that Malchus brings about and causes an equal opposite reaction uh, above in the higher worlds to draw down godliness. So it doesn't happen through the essence of Malchus, because that essence of Malchus always stays in the So it's never going down to the worlds to bring about any type of service, to bring about any type of ascent of, uh, of the feminine waters. <coughs> Only the external ray of Malchus, which does go down to the worlds, can bring that about. And this is expressed in the verse in Shereem, I am dark and blackened, but beauty, the daughters of Jerusalem... So what does this mean in a deeper sense? The Daughters of Jerusalem refers to the Neshama how it is in the spirit, still in its source in the spiritual realms. Um, <coughs> that's the Daughters of Jerusalem. Why is the Daughters of Jerusalem referred to the Neshama how it is above? other places it says because Yerushalayim is Yuda Shalim, is the complete fear. And the soul, how it is above its spirituality, that's when it still experiences a complete fear of Hashem. <laughs> And that is similarly refers to Malchus, how it still exists in its source, and its essence, in the world of atzilus. That is the B'nei Shudoshalayim, the Daughters of Jerusalem. But now the soul, how it already descends down here, and similarly Malchus already descends to the lower world to bring about the service of the Biruri, the refinement of the sparks. So this soul, how it descends down here, hagam even though I am darkened, by my becoming unclothed into the lower, lower worlds which feel a little bit separate from their source and conceal godliness a bit and therefore they feel darkened still beautiful Why? because specifically through descending down to this world and working to fulfill the purpose of creation to refine the sparks from these lower worlds that's how she becomes the ultimate beauty of the of the bride um, the soul, how it is above in the spiritual realms, and its source, that's when it's called a The it's the sister of the shekhinah, the sister. And obviously a sister is doesn't become, doesn't uh, unify with her, um, doesn't have a yichud with the father, it's uh, forbidden. So... The, Malchus, how, the Shama out exa- exists on the higher realms, it's this level of sister, and it doesn't experience any unification with the Shekhinah. Therefore, they cannot experience this supernal unification and bring about a revelation of a new light. Like I said, that the unification between the male and female aspects and it brings about a new creation, so too in the spiritual realms, the unification of the male and female spheroes bring about a new revelation of godly light to the lower worlds what can experience this unification and and bring about this unification? Only when the soul comes down to these lower worlds uh, which feel themselves separate and the sparks of Godliness are hidden in these worlds and it sifts through the physicality and finds the sparks, that's where it can bring about this unification. To bring about a birth of uh, a new and more and higher sublime godly light into the worlds. Only down in, in when it comes, when it becomes the lower world, and it becomes a kala. Kala. It also, it says in in so this is that Russian meaning only when it comes down to this world and experiences a distance, and it wants to come back to its source. That's a kala. That's when it can experience and bring about the yichud. And also, kala, the bride is the only one that can have a, a unification with the husband. So only the Nishamaha comes down here, or Malkusah comes down here, can bring about the true unification above and bring about the revelation of godliness into the, the world. That's what Rachel was saying. Rachel referring to the essence of Malkushaud is Natilis. And he's saying, No, I'm gonna give the bilhot, which is my maidservant, which is the external ray of Malkusau descends to the lower worlds to bring it, to refine the sparks. Um, so she says, Rachel says, I will be built up through her, through the external through my external ray. To bring about <clears throat> what does it mean? I'll be built up through her. That I, I will bring about a revelation of the infinite of the infinite light of Hashem within the within myself, within Malchus, how It still exists in the Nazilis, but only through giving my external ray down to the lower worlds of Biah and fulfilling the purpose of refining the sparks in those lower worlds. That is what will bring about the Yichodalyun, the supernal unification between the higher spheres, which will bring about the revelation of the new light, which even Malchus, the source of Malchus, will benefit from because that higher light is that new light is higher than even Malchus that it is in (coughs) Atzilas. So now we can return back to we said the beginning. What is Shivcha? Shivcha is the Veda Sabiruddin, the service of refining the sparks in the lower worlds. And we said that uh, the Mishnah is refers to the Queen, or Mishnah is the Shivcha compared to the Shina. So then we explain what is this idea of Shifcha. Shivcha is the external ray of Malkus which goes down to the lower worlds and refines the sparks. And now, we go back. What is, how is Shifna, Shifcha uh, Mishnah? <clears throat> the whole idea of the Mishnah is the same idea of this Shivcha, the lower ray of Malkus which goes down to the world and refines the sparks. Shehi b'chinas shivcha. Which the Mishnah is the the maid servant, and he who can buy shabu b'chinasis slabs just by lochis Because the Mishnah is the part of Torah, the the oral Torah. How it already come, descends down from the from the pure wisdom of Hashem, and now it's descending into the physicality, becoming enclosed into the physical laws of the Torah. The misnisa malkezeh, hein b'chinas pniyisat Torah, hein esedis to Torah kameishul in the beginning. Ah, so masnisa malkezeh now. So I was actually wrong. We said before, Masnisa um, Malkasa, that the Mishnah is the king. That's the Mishnah is the queen. Fine. The queen is not the same thing as the maid servant. The queen is the higher level of before the Mishnah, before the wisdom of Hashem actually descends into the lowest realms and becomes enclosed in actual physical laws of the Mishnah. Masnisa Malkasa, the Mishnah is the queen, That's referring to the inner secrets of the Tehra. say, this commissioning to be That's the secrets of the Tehra, how they learn them in the higher world of God Eden. Dal She's the like the law. In the Mishnah of the four different, the four different domains of Shabbos, like the Shusayach, the Shusarab, the Carmelis, and the Malkin Ptur these four different domains in the spiritual. And how do they learn them? In Gan the In Gan they learn them as the four different letters of the of the Chokma, which refer to Chokma, Bina, Midos, and Malchus. Vein, what is the spiritual meaning of the law? Hamachlif Parabechamir, the person who switches who exchanges a donkey for a and all the laws of Tzeras, and all the laws of Einoah, of cheating and business, all these laws, the calling of Elu, Yashna, Beruchnis, all these laws also exist in the spiritual realms in Ghanedin. Kededim, Vurmakmachar is explained in other places. So that's the Masnisa Malkus of the Mishnah, how it is referred to as Queen. That's how it's still in its spiritual source learned in the spiritual worlds and in a spiritual way. The spiritual meaning of the laws. But now the Mishnah descends from that spiritual source and how it comes down and clothes itself in the physicality and it deals with physical laws and it says, this is fitting, this is unfitting, this is actually physically impure, this is pure. This is how the Mishnah already came down in this physical world, descended from its essence, to came down the physical world to deal with the physicality and to deal with the birurim, the refining and the sifting. Is this pure? Is this impure? It's it's sifting through the physicality, seeing which is able to be uplifted. And that's the same concept of the Shivka we said before, the external ray from Malkus, which descends to the lower worlds to refine the sparks from those lower worlds. So too, the Mishnah, how it descended descended from its essence in the spiritual worlds. how the spiritual souls learned the Mishnah. Now we're talking about the Shivka Aspect of the Mishnah is how it descends this physicality, and it just deals with the laws, and it and it and it sifts through is this kosher, is this puzzle, and can I uplift? So that's the idea of shivcha, and now. Finish off the my the bottom. And hey, and that which Yaakov said, all these different levels I that I have. He said I have, meaning I've already I've already completed the sheir, the which is the rotzi, the Chamer, which is the shu, the tsoin, which could refer to another rotzi. Or the mercy that I shouldn't have come to the negative coldness of the laziness and avid, which is bringing the, all that in back into the actual service, the daily service of forcing yourself to go against your Yetz, your Yetz, and doing being a servant to Hashem and doing the mitzvahs and the shivcha, which refers to the way of refining the sparks and during the mishnah, Hainu is the tikkun that already uh, that Yaakov has become all of these levels have already. He's become to him, and he's already finished them. He's become cle- complete in all these levels. the scholars, the he has the, he has now together the Ratz and the Shuv, which is the idea of share of the uh, the ox, the donkey, and the sheep. And he's also fulfilled the purpose of and um, which is making the vessels down here for the drawing out of godliness which is the Eved, and he's also fulfilled the idea of refining the sparks, which is the Shifcha, and now I'm sending this all to you, my master, to Esav, to find favor in your eyes. What does that mean? In favor, grace, is always refers to the Eir Makif, and the Kabbalah. It always refers to the compassing light, the infinite light, which is above being clothed in a person and felt by a person in an eternal way. Which the or makif, the, the encompassing light, is the lights of toyu, the intensity, intense lights of toyu, which are above the vessels, which are these encompassing lights. Therefore, after he already became complete, and all the services and all the levels of the world of tikkun, which is what he just mentioned before, and he also now is refining the the sparks with of toyu through his, uh, through his service, of the Evan and the Shifcha, like he said, Now there should be a drawing down of those lights, the, the encompassing lights of toyu. And this was the ultimate purpose of what he was doing, of sending this mincha to Asa, this present to Asa. Through accomplishing all these different services of Tikkun, now he's trying to draw it down from the, the intense lights of toyu to get that intensity and to draw it down into his uh, regular service of Tikkun into his everyday life, to bring that intensity into his everyday life. <inaudible> and therefore, Yaakov sent to Esav to, to let him know all this. He's already finished all the work of, of Tikkun. Of t- of t- of t- these are all the levels of Tikkun. And also, the servant and the maidservant, which refer to actually the um, uplifting of the sparks uh, that uh, from the physicality which comes to the world of Teyud, bringing all that spiritual, emotional service of the prayer into actuality, into everyday life, and fulfilling the midst and uplifting the physical world. He's already done all that. And therefore, I'm sending this to let you know to find favor in my master's eyes. What does it mean, favor? Like we just said, to draw down the encompassing lights of Tayyu. That the lights of Tayyu should be drawn down and clothed in an internal way into the vessels of Tikkun. That was what Yaakov was trying to accomplish by saying this whole idea of the sending the present. Ace of I've already finished my whole work of Tikkun, and therefore I should find favor, I should draw down that encompassing light, that intense light of Tayu of t- into my regular service of Tikkun. With that, we complete the mimer and the middle of page Nunvav. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Sidis This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesedisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teutair Lukuté Teutaira, almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimar that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yam and also, you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email email me at Rabbi Gelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much